0: Welcome
1: to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn
0: Ambrose.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So, today we are discussing a bunch of stuff.
0: We are. We are. We're, we're discussing a bunch of external stuff and a bunch of internal stuff. Right. And why they are not mutually exclusive. <laughs>
1: Nicely done. Thank, Thank you nice. so much. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're talking about how you don't have to fix your external world before you do your internal work. Because generally, you know, that, that's kind of a mentality that when people are really frustrated you know, they'll, they'll come to me as a life coach, or they're, you know, just talking in general. And they're like, Oh, my God, I have to do something. My life is a mess. You know, I hate my job, my kids are out of control. Uh, I don't even know who my spouse is anymore. I just can't take this. I'm broke. I can't, you know, so like all their external, and then you start talking about the internal. And they're like, Yeah, that's, nice, I'll, you know, I'll do some work on myself, but like, you got to fix my kids <laughs> and you got to fix my marriage and you got to, what, what am I supposed to do about my job? Everybody's so focused on the external that they want the external fixed. And then they think they're going to be happy. And then like everything will settle down and it'll be relaxed. Then they can kind of do the, um, do the internal work like that, that's, it's like a luxury, you know, like once I get all my external world straightened out and everything, my life is okay. Then I'll have the luxury of sitting around doing the internal work. you know. And it's the opposite. <laughs> it's not, it's not how, it's not how it works. You know, like the external world being all messed up is just a reflection of the internal world. And, you know, a lot of people understand that concept to some degree until they're faced with a life that they find unsatisfying. (laughs) Then they're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good, but fix that. You know, so it's, we actually have to take these, these concepts and understand them and implement them into our lives. We have to all work is inside work. I mean, how many times have I said that then
0: uh a gazillion
1: yeah, and plus a half three yeah, yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, all work is inside work, and I'm not saying that you know it's it's ridiculous to to get intoxicated from the outside world. I get it, I mean, you know, I can still get sucked out and and start looking at circumstances and go, oh, what the heck you know Uh, We are, we are so conditioned to have our attention captured by things, you know, that it's uh, external, you know, using our, our sight and our, our senses to determine what's going on in our life. And that's everything external. You know, we have to pay attention to the internal. It's like, you know, it's, it's like looking at the stars and everybody's like, oh, look at the stars. Aren't they beautiful? <laughs> yeah, they are. But what's in between them? You know, nobody slows down to look at what's in between the stars. And if you get still and look what's in between the stars, you can feel this connection with the universe, this, this, this peacefulness, this love, this enormity. And it's, it's really special. And the reason that we can connect when we feel that when we look at the space in between the stars is because our attention isn't focused on a thing. It's focused on no thing. It's focused on nothing, you know? So if you take the attention off the stars, the things and focus on nothing, then all of a sudden you start feeling that connection. That's where that connection, the connection lies within the space and that's just one way to get it. So if we turn, if we turn inside and focus on our internal space and we take care of what ourselves from the inside, we can, as we do that, the external world is going to start reflecting the self care. And that takes a lot of different views I mean, believe it or not, I have seen time and time again, where when people start focusing on themselves and working on themselves, all of a sudden, this coworker that's been giving them a major hard time for years, all of a sudden starts interacting with them differently. It's amazing. It's like, and, and you, you don't do it for that reason, because that's manipulation. And it's, it's inconsistent. You never know when a coworker is going to start shifting and, and, and feeding off your energy in a different way. And when they're not, when their blocks are too high up. So it's inconsistent and it's manipulation. When you're doing something for yourself to affect somebody else, you have to do it for you, to you, for you, period. And if you do that, then it doesn't matter if that person changes, if they do cool, if they don't, that's fine. You're going to learn to set boundaries and they're no longer going to be able to affect you the way they used to affect you. So it's not going to really matter either way. The solution arises, you know, you start living differently. You start interacting with the world differently by changing your inside and your circumstances start shifting.
0: I love it. Uh <laughs> so do you think that um do you think that it's a like a an effect of everything that we do like you know like prescription drugs and stuff like treat the symptoms and not the cause and you know like retail therapy and just everything that we do is like quick fixes, you know, like weight loss pills and, and, um and, you know, uh 10 different ways to change your life today. Like <laughs> those are the, you know, like everybody's got a course and everybody's got a book and everybody's got a pill and every, you know what I mean? And yeah. um there are very few people that are like, it's, I mean, it's simple. Like you just, you got to work on you. You got to work on it first and then everything else follows.
1: Right. And it's, it's the, yeah, we are, we are so addicted to looking at the symptoms and not the cause. And it's like there, there was, um, I just posted something this week that said something about, I, I think it was Jim Carrey talking, um, I think it was a quote from him. I think it had his picture. God only knows if he said this or not. But you know, with all the stuff out there, you never know. But it it said something. You know that depression is real. But if if you don't, you know, if you don't eat good food, you know, get some sun, take in some vitamin D, exercise, work on yourself, then you're not giving yourself a fighting chance. You know, and it's true. It's like we have to do these things. You know, I heard many years ago that exercise is the number one most underused antidepressant in the world. And it's true, you know, like, well, I don't have, you know, uh, I don't have, uh, I have a hormone in balance. They tested and found out that my hormones are out of balance. I don't have enough of the good ones. Yeah. Why? See, we always stop there. Oh, so give me a pill. So my body makes more of those good ones, you know, so I'll be in balance. Well, why don't you just figure out why your body's not making the good ones? Maybe it's no exercise because that releases endorphins and hormones in your body. You know, not getting, um, seeing the sun, not putting your feet in the ground and touching earth. Like, I mean, you know, not socializing and laughing with your friends. Like, you know, laughter is a wonderful medicine. There's, There's things that we can do. And we're not doing any of that. We're living an out of balance, unhealthy life. And and then we go, well, I should take a pill because there's something wrong with me. No, there's something wrong with you because you're living an unbalanced life. Start living a balanced life, a healthier life, and you'd be, you know, maybe your body will start producing those hormones. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's the it's it's always wanting to, you know, take the easy way out. And we need to do the inner work, and and it's you know when when <laughs> whenever I say stuff like that, I you know I know I know what people are going to say. Like people are depressed. I've been depressed. I get it. I know what it's like. And whenever you say take the easy way out, you go. You don't understand. It's not easy. It's torturous and hard. Baloney. I do understand. I've been there. What I'm saying is, it is the easy way out. It, because you're not actually doing the work to change it. You're just taking a pill. And I'm not saying that we can't lean on pills sometimes. You know, there, there can be times in someone's life where, you know, they're so down that they can't function and taking some to- sort of mood enhancement drug can help them, you know, help you get out of a dark place and all that stuff. You know, I, I think that there's places where prescriptions can help you know so this these aren't blanket statements but we have to start living a balanced life and we have to take responsibility for our own lives and and do what it takes to live a happy healthy life and we might be surprised that there's one once we start doing the inner work there's one to have
0: do you think that um there's like you 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 talked a, a lot recently, um, or you know, I don't know when this is gonna come out, so recent is subjective. But uh but you know, we've had a lot of content go out about perfectionism and um and wanting things to be perfect as a as a method to stall and uh to not do and, and everything else. Um and do you think that uh like there's there's a huge tendency to want to get all of your ducks in a row before you before you do something else. You know, like I need oh, to yeah. I need to I need to have everything perfect before I can propose, before I can have a child, before I can, you know, and then a lot of those things like yeah, you should you should have some stuff together, but um yeah, yeah if you can. I mean, yeah. you know, like I mean, it's
1: there's there is There's no one path for everyone. I mean, so it's, you know, like if I needed to wait until my situation was right to do something, I never would have done anything. I mean, really, the way I've done things is completely backwards, you know, to, to the way you would do them. That's why, like, I've gotten business advice from business professionals and I've completely thrown it out the window. And these people know way more than I know. But what their business professionals, they understand the proper way to do business. And I understand completely, if I could save $50,000 and, you know, and then do this step and then do this step and then do this step, that would, it would probably make things go very swimmingly. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I understand how it was going to work, but I wasn't in a position when I started my business to sit around for 10 15 years saving $50,000 it wasn't going to happen like you know i was a single parent my son had just moved in with me and the time i i was able to collect unemployment and work part time that is a perfect opportunity to start a business because i have free time whereas when i'm working full time and being a full time parent i don't have any free time so i could work part time and be a and be a full-time parent and still have some hours in the day where I could actually put towards starting my business. So when I started my business, I was collecting food stamps, you know, and in the middle of a custody battle with, and my son just having moved in with me. Like (laughs) if there's a time to not start a business, that's probably it you know, (laughs) in, from an outside external perspective. But when I was doing it, I didn't think twice. It was because it was just, it was just time. Like, you know, I, well, I, you know, I have time to put towards a business and I'm, you know, now I did this and now I'm doing that. And it just, you know, so, so I did it. So it's, you know, I didn't wait until the external circumstances were correct before I started my business. And most of the time, you know, we're not going to get our ducks in a row. And that it, it definitely is, it's easier to stay stuck than it is and say, well, yeah, but this isn't right. Yeah, but this isn't right. I mean, like you said, if, if you can do those things, oh my God, please. Yes. Do them. you know if you have the ability to save a bunch of money or or if you have the ability to do this or that that to get the external stuff absolutely get them in a row and some of the stuff you're you're going to have to do but look for other ways don't if you if you if your inner heart desires something if you're yearning towards something then find a way to get it done
0: what about what about judgment of others because a lot of times if you're if you're you know trying to do something big or or trying to do anything at all you know but you don't have your ducks in a row or or things aren't exactly perfect before you even start a lot of judgment comes in from other people um you know i, I specifically i can think about like you know getting married or having a child or something like that or or starting a business when you're you know on unemployment and food yeah. stamps <laughs> yeah but, having
1: a child is a good example because if anybody thinks they're ready to have a child they're out of their mind <laughs> like <laughs> nobody is ever ready to have a child ever in my opinion. I mean, you can be ready internally and it can be the light of your life. Don't get me wrong. My son being born and being a father to my son was probably the biggest highlight of my entire life. Um but I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't prepared. I wasn't like all set and capable. You know, like, because you're walking into something you have no idea, like it's, it's going to affect your life. Uh, Can you hear that?
0: Yeah, you're good.
1: No, not bad. Okay. I (laughs) hope there's some landscaping being done. I didn't (laughs) want it to affect the, the audio quality. So yeah, but stepping into a situation like that, like there's no way that you can be fully prepared it's, you know, you're, you're on the fly, just kind of learning as you go. So that's, that's such a good example of that. But yeah, you're, you're, we're never going to be fully prepared for most things. And, and it's, it is very important who you talk to, and who you surround yourself with when it comes to this type of stuff, because you need support, you need people there that are capable of supporting you. And I say this often, just because somebody's been in your life for 20 years or as part of your family does not mean that they are capable of being emotionally supportive to you as a matter of fact a lot of times it means they're not because they care for you a lot more and what that does is triggers fear so they don't want you to suffer so you go hey should you should i do this and they go oh my god they they see the possibilities of it failing and they want to protect you from that out of love so it triggers their fear and they start trying to protect you through their fear and going, yeah, but what about this? Oh, watch out for that. And so a lot of times, those are the exact people you don't want to try to get support from because they're just going to be filled with fear for you. So yeah, you have to be very careful of who you're sharing your, these these broad ideas
0: with. Um, so I, I recently did something that I was uh, a little unprepared for. Um, that I just was like, I'm going to do it. We do a podcast for a local, um, business association. That's like a, it's, it's a beach and it's really popular in Rhode Island. And, um, and the, and the podcast has been cool. We've talked to like, you know, celebrities that come to the beach and senators and stuff like that. But in general, um, like the local businesses actually at the beach haven't been super enthusiastic about being involved in the show themselves which is weird um so you yeah (laughs) yeah so i but like they they themselves didn't really want the publicity but the other like the bigger you know whatever did so i this year um because the beach season is coming up got uh the email list and nobody responds to these emails ever. So I just figured I would send it out real quick. So instead of like getting all of my ducks in a row of going like okay, who am I sending? You know what I mean? I just yeah. cc'd everybody on the list and sent it out from my email address like whatever and I expected literally nothing. <laughs> no response like I was just like I'm just going to do it. In the last 5 days, we have gotten emails from people I didn't even realize were on the list of big businesses in the New England area, like the director of marketing for Foxwoods Casino, which is a huge globally known thing, Like, emailed me back and and, um, whatever. Some woman from a small company on that list just emailed me before we started recording, reaming me out for the for the email etiquette <laughs> that I did that <laughs> that, I, that I didn't send it from a professional like I sent it from a gmail account instead of a professional web address and I didn't have a professional signature on it and she literally sent me the full list of etiquette of all of the ducks that I should have had in a row before yeah. I even dared to send her an email <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I I was, and I was and I was I mean, whatever. So that,
1: that's such a good, I, I get, I kind of get that type of stuff uh, a lot. I run across because you know, I, how I work is so not that. And, and my, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I actually do try to do things professionally and stuff. I mean, you know that. Same, yeah. Right. <laughs> but like in the way that I work, it's so shut my brain off and just go and you know and information flows and it's joyful to me and the 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 less i try to control it the better it goes and it's authentic and all that stuff anything that has worked for me in any way shape or form in what i do is completely hands off and when i'm talking to other people that do it different ways like that have um that that have trained under for Sometimes years and years under particular people to learn processes and and in life coaching and and follow these in depth structures and things and like they they start talking to me and I'm like I'm so not that you know like there is no structure like I mean there is but it's divinely ordered like I like I don't. Follow that type of stuff, and people like i think if people's brains can't wrap themselves around how hands off I am in in my work they're, they're like i don't i don't understand this guy <laughs> you know and I can feel it I know that the, they don't usually say that to me, but they'll they're just kind of like okay i I make them uncomfortable because i'm so hands off and they're so hands on. So yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, but that, that is what works for me, you know? So we, we, we have to find ways of doing it. And I have lot, I have plenty of structure and professionalism in a lot of ways, but it's just when I'm doing my work, I have to just do it my way and let it flow. So it's not trying We try to control things. We think our actions determine the results. And it's more the energy in which we're doing things. You know, I know that and I still fight with that because having my own business, I try to do a lot. So and I can get caught up in the doing. And then nothing comes of it. And then I relax and I go, Well, I'm not sure. I just gotta, I gotta relax. And then all of a sudden things start coming in. You know, we have to allow stuff to come in. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, it's not external. It's not trying to control it. No, and there's the other piece on this subject I want to touch on is. It's the, it's, it's kind of like an energy of feeling sorry for ourselves. So like, and, and I, I saw this in recovery a lot and it's actually addressed in the program of recovery about because a lot of people are going you know struggling with addiction and they're going well you know yeah, yeah but you don't understand my my wife just left I just have to get her back and then you know I can focus on myself I mean she I love her you know she took my kids I just I, I can't function it's like no you don't need to get your wife back to get sober <laughs> you know you don't have to get your job back. You don't have to get your house back. You don't have to get anything back because that's all external, you know, and this is why I, I, you know, I say the program of recovery works because it's a spiritual program. This is spiritual law. And this is why, like, once I woke up, I started looking at the program of recovery and I would get so excited because I'm like, Oh my God, that's spiritual law. Oh my God. This And when I saw how much spiritual law was in that program of recovery and how everybody could benefit from these types of mentalities, I was like, Oh my God, you know, like everybody needs to know this stuff. And this is one of those things that you see because there's lots of addicts and alcoholics running around going, you don't understand. I have to get this back. I have to just stabilize my life a little bit and, and, and all this stuff. And most of the time that, of course, with that mentality, they don't get sober. Right. So their life dramatic continues to get worse. And then like, I've seen this many times where people are like their wife and kids leave and, but they're still working. They still have their house and they still have their car. And they're like, I have to get the wife and kids back or else I can't. And they struggle and start, then they lose their job. Then they lose their house. Then they lose their car. Next thing you know, they're completely broke, homeless, sleeping at the Salvation Army. And all of a sudden, that's when they get sober. You know? Yeah. And so, so it's like, you know, you, the elevator is going down. If your life is not where you want it externally, you, you think it sucks now hang on. I promise it'll get worse. The elevator is going down. And the reason the elevator is going down is because it's trying to capture your attention. It's because the universe loves you. It's because God loves you. And it's trying to capture your attention. It loves you so much that it will do anything to help you find the peace and the joy and the love that you desire. And you're not, you're looking in the wrong place. You keep thinking it's external. And so it's going to go, okay, you think it's external? All right, well, we'll just take that from you. And you go, oh, I have to get that back, then I'll be happy. No, still doesn't get it. Okay, now we'll take this. Oh, I have to get that back. I have to strain that out, then I'll be happy. No, still not getting it. Still looking at the external. Okay, we'll take this. Eventually, you're going to have nothing left to look at. (laughs) You know? So the elevator is going down. It just depends on what floor you want to get off. And as soon as you understand you have to start working on yourself, that's the floor you can get off, turn around, press the up button and start going back up. You know, so it's all about working on yourself and you you can get everything back. I was there. I had absolutely nothing. If I needed to wait until my external situation straightened out before I could get sober or get my life back together, I'd be dead by now. You know, I had to fix the internal first and then the external and it's like that for everybody. It's law, fix the internal first. You do not have to fix anything outside of yourself before. And that includes even like disease. You don't have to fix your You don't have to recover from a disease. That's, that's still body. We're talking internal as far as your spiritual world you can start working on your spiritual life no matter where you are your inner life and once that gets straightened out everything else starts to starts to get better
0: so there so there, if you have so questions, question mark. if you have questions, send them in at glennambrose.com. At Glenn has a new weekly uh, show for his email list. You can get it. Uh, it's a video show called Ask Glenn Anything. He'll answer your questions if you have questions about this topic or any other topics or just something silly you want him to answer. Um, that comes out every single Friday to everybody on the email list and you know Glenn oh, sorry, Ambrose.com has everything from your book to you know how they can get in touch with you for life coaching and blogs and all sorts of stuff
1: absolutely so go check it out sign up for the email list stay in touch and um that'll do it for today we will talk at you soon glenn is available for life coaching sessions To book an appointment or for more information, go to glenambrose.com, follow him on Facebook and Twitter, or click the link in the description of this
0: episode.